Hello everyone, my name is Shanae Jones and I am your resident certified sex coach. You are listening to D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y, which stands for Do You Know the New Kinky You? In this installment, we are reading from Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexandra Katakis and Tom Bliss. This is the ASEC 2015 Book of the Year. ASEC is the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. And so because this is a daily reflections, we are on January 13th. And again, this book is from 2015, or was the 2015 ASEC Book of the Year. But we are currently, as of this recording, in the year 2022. And I believe that many of the lessons can apply regardless of the year that you are listening to this because again it's just a it's just a thought um or it's just the thoughts of the authors and i will read those thoughts to you give you a few seconds to kind of ponder them and think on what it is that the authors had to say and then i will provide you at least my uh, personal commentary as to reflections on the subject matter at hand, which today happens to be withholding. And so it starts with a quote and we'll go into the author's reading and then we'll proceed as I just explained. So, we are meant to learn this great truth that giving fulfills us while withholding and trying to get causes and trying to get causes us to feel empty and even more needy. Quote by Gina Lake. Withholding love or sex is psychological abuse and results from early trauma. Withholding altogether, withholding is altogether different from not having sex or not reciprocating love. People don't have sex for many reasons. They might be traumatized. They might suffer from sexual dysfunction. They might be practicing self-care and setting appropriate boundaries for them. They might even be engaging in the political act of a sex strike in an effort to enact social change. There are equally many reasons why people might not reciprocate love, but to withhold sex or love as a punishment is a different matter altogether and is always the result of learned emotional or mental abuse. Manipulating loved ones might appear to be a thought out strategy but it's always compulsive. Withholding exemplifies how deeply we hurt ourselves when we try to hurt others and how deeply hurt so many of us have been. The phrase, this hurts me more than it hurts you, commonly uttered before corporal punishment is actually true. A caregiver doling out physical pain literally experiences the punishment along with the person they are hurting. Unfortunately, she, he is also reinforcing a physiological, I'm sorry, a psychological pattern that brings psychic agony and, and isolation. Likewise, those who purposefully withhold love or sex certainly feel the pain and isolation of their actions. Like many addiction or compulsion, like any addiction or compulsion, such habitual behavior doesn't just disappear. Because withholding often masked by, is often masked by denial, it can be difficult to confront. 
Withholding is a very human quality. Most of us at one time have given and received the silent treatment. Since most solutions to human troubles involve caring, attention, and love, to withhold means to deny solutions. Such withholding is probably a leading factor in many personal, social, and global conflicts. Okay. So take a few seconds to think on that. What are your thoughts around withholding? You know, as I read it, I was struck. You know, if you've listened to this podcast uh, before today, you will know that I don't always agree either 100% or in part with the authors. And in this case, I would say more so in part instead of 100% don't agree. But there are a lot of things that I just don't like about this particular entry. And so first, they started off wrong for me. Withholding love or sex is psychological abuse and results from early trauma. I don't know that to be true. And if if it's true based off of scientific evidence, I would love to see the research that supports it. Because, you know, withholding, of course, is something that we do as a form of punishment. But in our relationships... People don't, and at least in my experience, if you love somebody, you don't, you can't withhold love. You will love that person or not love that person. And so you're not withholding it. So to withhold something means that you have the control to give it and to take it away. So with sex, I get it because to withhold sex means that you are actively choosing not to give this person something, to deny your partner or this other person in the dynamic something that they want from you and you feel that as a punishment, you're going to deny them that. You're going to withhold that sex from them. And I will say, and this is where the partial comes in, because I do agree with the authors in part that when you deny your partner sex, that you are potentially hurting yourself, especially if you enjoy sex with your partner. So there are a lot of couples who, even when they are mad at each other, if they are not on the same page, they still find ways to be intimate. They still find ways to enjoy sex. And after they, you know, get their rocks off, they go back to being, you know, not on the same page, but they don't let that discourse get in the way of their sexual activity or those intimate moments because they don't want to punish themselves. They want to still be upset about the the topic at hand, but sex, denying sex or withholding sex is not the way to accomplish that. So, you know, depending on the dynamic, I get how, you know, some of us use withholding to get our way. So it's probably easier as an example to talk about it as as parents to our children. You know, when our children don't do what they're supposed to do, we punish them. 
and we punish them by typically taking away something that means something to them. And in our day and age, especially, it's electronic devices, TV, and things like that. You could tell a kid today, I'm not going to let you go outside and play. They don't care. If you if you say, I'm going to take your Nintendo Switch, or I'm going to take your uh, cell phone, or your tablet, or whatever electronic device away, they lose their shit. They start crying. They promise they'll never do it again. And they don't even know what they're apologizing for. They, they'll never do it again. They just get so overwhelmed because you have now taken away. You have denied. You have withheld the thing that they want more than anything. And so when we go through the practice of withholding sex, especially, I'm not going to get into the love part because I started with the, I don't believe that you can withhold love if you love somebody. But if you're going to withhold sex, you're looking for that same reaction out of your partner. You want that devastation. You want them to be like, oh no, please don't. I'll do anything. Please don't keep the sex away from me. I love you. I need it. Please. It's the best. So that's what you want to hear. And so you'll be like, listen, you want sex? Then you need to do X, Y, and Z. Now, it is a tool of manipulation because, and you should not do that. You should not do that. If there's a way, if there's something that you want that you're not getting as part of your relationship dynamic, withholding sex as a punishment is not going to accomplish your goal because the opposite could happen. The opposite could be, well, you don't want to give me sex. Fuck you. I'm going to go get it somewhere else. And that ain't what you want. That ain't, that's not what you want. So your job as a mature person, as an adult is to work with your partner to actively resolve that particular issue and not use withholding sex as a punishment. There should not be any real punishments, even to the point where the authors were talking about the silent treatment. This is specific to my ladies. My ladies, if you say, well, I'm not going to talk to you, to a dude, he don't care. He's happy. He's, trust me, if he can go, if you're not getting on his nerves or you're not talking and you're not nag, nag, nag or yip, yip, yipping in his ear, he has no problems with that. The silent treatment is not a punishment. So stop using it. If you want to punish him, talk more. <laughs> talk more. And I'm not suggesting you do that either. But think about where what a punishment actually is. Again, back to our children. You could say you can't go outside. That's the silent treatment. They don't care. Take away something that they really want, then they care. So the overall point is do not use withholding as a, as a form of punishment. Use communication. Use, uh, I don't know, spankings even. Like you can role play something. Like if y'all get into a, a tiff and you decide whose fault it is, somebody can get bent over somebody else's knee and get a good old pop on the butt and then be done with it. You know, make it a part of the play that you experience as as a couple. So, you know, the whole point, don't withhold as a punishment. Don't withhold as a way to demean or destroy. And again, I don't believe that withholding comes from a place, and especially the fact that they said always, always comes from a place of trauma. I don't like that. First of all, always is a word of absolute. And absolutes 
very rarely, very rarely exist, especially in the human dynamic. So let's get away from that and focus on treating each other well, being there for each other, showing that love, showing that affection. And if there's a problem within the dynamic, talking through and working through those problems. Remember, we got to put in that work. I'll say it every time you got to put in that work. All right. My name is Shanae Jones. I am your resident certified sex coach. I thank you for listening today. And hopefully you've had a chance to go back and listen to the previous January 1st through the 12th before this particular episode. Also, I posted last week's summary on YouTube. So you can go check that out. Leave some comments for the previous week's uh, post episodes. Uh, you will get an updated summary uh, this week on Sunday for this week's um, post uh, episodes. And you can follow me across social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y. I believe Instagram has 2.0 behind it. Um, also, you can look at the website, D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y.com. There's a lot of interesting things on the website. I look forward to you and thank you. Remember, leave any comments and feedback, especially when you get the post on YouTube. I would appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you again tomorrow.